Welcome to the Morning Ritual Podcast, meditations and conversations to set the tone for your day. I'm your host, Lily Balch, and I'm here with Kate Cuss. Kate is a fellow yoga and meditation teacher, and in fact, she teaches teachers. So she was one of my yin yoga teacher trainers when I went through my yoga therapy program a few years ago. Her teachings have stuck with me for years, so I'm excited to have her on the show. So Kate, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much. It's a privilege and an honor to be here. So thank you, Lily. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. And I want to start off with your motto. I love your motto. Inch by inch, life is a cinch. Yard by yard, life is too hard. And that it really hits home. Like immediately it brings me to this place of slowing down, take the pressure off, remind me to take things moment by moment by moment. There's this level of surrendering and accepting and it's it's such a cute, simple, short phrase, but actually when you, you tap into the energy behind it and what it means, it has like a visceral effect. So I'm curious um, what this motto means to you. Is there a story behind it? I know you've been working with it for years and years and years, right? Yeah, it's been my motto for, I'm 45 now. So I would say definitely 20 years, maybe 22 years. So I was in college. So the way that this came about, I was, I was in college and, you know, whether you're in university college now, or just bring yourself back to that energy of being young and having to, your life is like, you're being asked to figure out what you're going to do with your life at 20 years old. And, and you have, you know, for me, I had zero idea. I, I had, I went through three different majors in college. I kept switching majors. First, I was an accounting major, which made zero sense. <laughs> and then I was uh, an uh, Eastern religion uh, and mythology major, which does make sense now. But back then, once I realized, well, what are you going to do with that, Kate? I didn't, you know, I'm not going to be anyways, that didn't make any sense. And then I went into advertising and media and it and it went into my creative side. And then that made a lot of sense. And I just kind of flew with that. But right there, I just already took like almost three different paths on, you know, being so young, just trying to figure out where do I want to go. Um, and I was living in Astoria, Queens, because I was going to Manhattan and I was going to college in Manhattan. And there was this Greek club that I would go to on Sunday nights that played rock and roll music. Now, if anyone knows about Astoria, Queens, it's like a huge Greek population and I'm half Greek and I love it. Like the music and the culture and the energy is fantastic, but I love my rock and roll. And this was like the only place in Astoria that would play like real rock and roll. And one of the owners of this place, um, I became great friends with him. I was there, you know, like I was into the music. This was like his night. And he taught me a lot. You know, it's so funny how when you look back at your life and the people who like created almost in a sense, like a helped you create a foundation in your life. You know, I mean, I haven't spoke to him. I haven't spoken to him in 25 years, but um, I was in that place of like, what do I do? What do I do? What am I going to do with this? How, what am I going to create? And he's like, kid, 
inch by inch, life's a cinch. Yard by yard, life is too hard. And it hit me. And I, and I was, and I thought, okay, okay. Now at this point, I did not, I was not into yoga. I was not into like any sort of, um, I love spirituality, but I didn't, I wasn't that fond of like religion and, um, but that I always felt like there's something more that phrase, that motto for me became the, the, a beautiful foundation in my life because and it didn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like today, so funny. So like on my notepad, like on the bottom is my inch by inch motto. And I have, my desk is completely crazy here right now, but it reminds me that a lot of the things that I'm trying to do in my life, I don't know how to do them yet. I have zero idea what to do. And if I take it just step by step, and then I've incorporated breath by breath, you know, like just if you can go one little step in one day towards a direction that's making you feel connected and um, making you feel like it's 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 moving you in a place where you want to go, that's awesome. So it takes me back because within the last 20 something years, like I look at my life and everything that I've been through and when we, when we all go through so much and when we, what I have applied, because of course, even though it's my motto, even though I have it written everywhere for me to remember this, and I share this with my students, I have to remind myself all the time. You know, so that way I don't get caught up in that energy of like worry and anxiety and fear. Oh, well, what's going to happen? How am I going to do it? It's like, take a breath. If you can put one step forward, then that's all you need to do. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's it's just a constant reminder to come back into the moment and, and, and trust. And yeah, it's like meditation you have to come to it every day mindfulness infuse it every day it's not something you can just learn and then boom so it makes sense mm -hmm. that it's something that you remind yourself and practice every day multiple moments in a day and what a, an amazing time in your life to discover such a powerful message that the university years early 20s with all that pressure and all that excitement and i I am sure some of our listeners are there right now and can probably find um, probably find that motto really, really helpful. And even this morning when I was in my meditation practice, I had a lot of frustration coming up and a lot of discomfort. It was not a relaxing practice today. And I was jumping to the day ahead. What do I have today? Oh, I'm recording with Kate. And then I was like, Kate inch by inch like this inch and you your name makes me think of that which is means you're doing great work <laughs> and, it, and it slowed me down and I sort of another voice in my head was like accept accept and appreciate what you have going on right now because I the frustration was coming from all this stuff that I wanted that I want in my life to have figured out yep. changes that I want to see now yep. and serious frustration why am I not there yet why do I not know this yet but this acceptance of where I'm at and seeing the beauty in it and looking back 
how far have I come? Mm -hmm. How far have I come in the past, yeah, 10 years, five years, even the past two months? And that slowed me down. And yeah, so thank you. Thank you for that. And I want to kind of shift our conversation into, um, so for our listeners, Kate, yes, she is my um, yin yoga teacher trainer, and she has this like strong yin background. But from what I gather, you also have a really strong, powerful, like, like power yoga strength practice, and you balance the two and you um, have really studied the concept of yin and yang and apply that to the way that you teach and the way that you live. So I was curious to see if you could open up about the concept of yin and yang and share that, even though we all have heard it before, but what are we actually talking about? Right, right. Yeah, because if you think about yin and yang, you can think about night and night and day. You can think about the sun and the moon. Um, the 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 actual definition of yin and yang is or yang. Sometimes I say yang and yang and tomato tomato, but um, it's the shady side of the mountain that's the yin part, and then the sunny side of the mountain that's the yang part, and. Um, if you, and it's the same exact mountain, it just depends on how the energy is focusing on that specific spot is what's going to give you the energy of like feeling quite maybe more grounded or more inside internal or feeling more ready and passionate and you're out there and you're going and you're fired up. You know, we all have all the energies, all the emotions that exist on this planet filter through us all, right? No one is exempt to all the energies. And it's the way though, that we can, let's say, process these energies. It's the way that we take the energy in and noticing what the energy is, how we're uh, reacting to the energy, you know, um, Yesterday's yin class that I taught, so I teach a yin class every Monday night, and I, I, my whole theme was balance, knowing that I'm talking to you this morning. So I'm like, you know, let me, let me, let's talk about balance here. And one of the important aspects about balance, and I think that this is probably why it's so hard, and it takes so much presence to find your balance, is that because you and I, and this everyone around us is constantly changing. What you need in this moment of your life is very different than what you needed last year, yesterday, last month. And so there's no like secret sauce. There's no secret pill. There's no like special, you know, if I do this in this ritualistic way, something is going to open up and I'm going to figure it all out or feel more um, present in myself. No. The idea of finding balance, the yin and the yang, finding what you need in your life requires us to be very in tune and present with our not only our body, but our mind, our heart, and our soul, and our soul's journey. So, and when I talk about soul's journey, there's a fire in me that lights up about it. And at the same time, I want to have a lot of compassion for anyone right now listening and saying, well, Kate, I don't know my soul's journey. And I don't know what that means yet. And 
that's a, that is a hundred percent, obviously. Okay. You know, that is, that is, that is a hundred percent. Okay. In, in order for us to find balance in our life, it's, you have to know where you're at. You have to know where you're at and where you're going. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, a couple years ago, obviously the pandemic happened and life for all of us shifted quite drastically. And for me, my life became this like really place of, okay, now I am a full-time yoga instructor. Whereas before I was balancing these two careers, I was in advertising and media, and I was also a yoga teacher and a yoga trainer. And most of the people in my yoga world had no idea. I also had that other world because I balanced it pretty well. Like when I walked into the yoga space, I left that world behind and I just went into that, you know, I was really learning how to be present with my energy. Um, and when, when everything shut down, it gave me the opportunity to bring my vision of my business to life because now it's like, okay, Kate, you no longer have the past. You don't, you no longer have that other career. You let that go. And now you can focus everything that you have on soul and steady and soul and steady. The essence of it is hundred percent yin and yang. So while I love the yin, I love the chill. I love the being able to like meditate and sit still in your body and listen to your body and slow things down to the point of, you know, it's uncomfortable. I, I really dig that. On the other hand, I also dig the power. I dig the planks and the push-ups and the feeling that your core is just like you're shaking inside. It's like, yes, I'm alive and I'm, you know, I got fire inside of me. But you learn pretty quickly and, you know, it, then this is where the balance comes in. If you spend too much time in the yin, too much time in like that deeper place of like reflection, you're going inside, you're you're like hunkering down, you become a little like you, like blinders on a bit. You start to feel like you're in your own bubble. And the reality of this world is that we are not in a bubble. We create our own universe for our own life, yes, but we are a micro in a macro. So, you know, when you're too much in the yin space, you're not connecting. Now, on the other hand, when you're too much in the yang space and you're just power throughing things, you know, it's like, up, oh, got to get that chaturanga in, up, oh, got to get this, like, got to get my core on fire. I got to run from this meeting to that meeting. I got to go meet this friend and then this, and then I got this going on. You're like, you're like, you're in this place of this all, like you're in this place of like, go, 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 do, 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 blah, you know, go. And when you're in that place for too long, it's as if your feet are not touching the earth. And so you're not feeling very connected. So this place of finding the balance between your yin and your yang in yoga philosophy, we talk about yin and yang as being as part of like the gunas, like these primordial forces of nature. And um, because everything is looking for balance, everything, 
not just me, not just you, everybody's looking for balance. You know, I mean, my dog Jagger is looking for balance, you know, he wants to play, but he also wants to rest, you know, and that's for us too. It's and, and finding your place of balance is a individual journey. So, yeah. So coming back just real quick to soul and steady, once I started creating soul and steady and the basis of it is yin and yang, um, I, it took, it takes, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not, it's not over. This is just the beginning. <laughs> it takes so much of balancing yourself with patience and acceptance and passion and outs pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. And then at the same time too, like just really absorbing yourself in the energy that you're creating and not always looking for that next bigger thing and just being really enjoying what you're creating and where and where you're at yeah yeah being in the process I really appreciate that you say everyone's journey towards balance is different and you're how you're going to balance yourself today it might look wildly different to yesterday to last month to last year and this is something I'm so grateful to, you know, the, the more that you know yourself, the more that you can bring yourself into balance. So I, I used to be like totally yin, 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 and then go totally young, 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 and like be in these extremes of deep rest and go, 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 New York City. And rarely did I find that nice kind of middle ground where I was easily able to, to balance. I mean, it's always... Um, a work in progress but when you were speaking it brought me back to I studied dance in college and one of my favorite my favorite class for sure was our improv class and we'd get into a room and for basically 60 minutes we could just improvise and after a bit of time of improvising it's all about honoring where your body's at in that moment where everybody around you, where they're at, playing off of that. So it is an interconnected thing. And for just the 60 minutes, you were allowed to be where you were. And then and then you could shift that based on the energies of somebody else. And, and essentially, it, it was constantly at the end of every improv class, I felt my best. Mm. And I think looking back at it now, I think it's because we were all like, kind of like what they, like you say dogs do they do it so well just naturally shaking it off stirring it up resting moving just finding this homeostasis through a present moment awareness and movement and yeah I kind of went off on a tangent there but improv this concept of improv you have to be working with what's in front of you and honoring where you're at in that moment um and that you know, what if you approached life like it was an improv and you didn't have to have everything planned and structured. You don't have to know what's going to come next and you can just play with it in the moment. Oh my gosh. How amazing would that be? But how scary does that sound as well? Right. I mean, that's amazing. And that's, and that's where we want to be because when you're trying to look for balance in your life, there's going to be moments in your life where you're going to have to fire it up. You're going to have to fire it up. And then there's also going to be mo moments where you need to ground yourself or else then your head will be up in the clouds and you don't, you know, you're not really going to know where your next step is because you're constantly just, you know, 
you're just like going and going and you don't even realize what you're doing. Um, so, you, so you balance is, I think one of the most important parts of our journeys is to know yourself, understand your energy that you're holding right now, the energy that you need that's coming up. The future doesn't have to feel so scary. So that's why I said whenever, wouldn't that be great? But isn't that so scary? It's just an improv, right? So just to like go through your time and just like, just move through your day, just go with the flow. Even though I hate that saying, but I love it at the same time, right? Because I see it everywhere on like t-shirts, you know, go with the flow and let it go and, you know, whatever. But there's, there's a reason for that. There's a reason why we want to be fluid is because life is happening and nothing here is scripted. So you can script your life as best as you see fit, but there's always going to be plots and twists and things that will happen. And so what happens then? Let's let's just say, and I'm going to say this because, you know, sometimes when we talk about, I think in the spiritual world, or we talk about our yoga practice and how hard it is, like, Yet it is hard because also from one moment to the next, you can be completely healthy. And then the next moment you're not healthy anymore. And then all of your awareness and focus goes into like taking care of yourself and making sure that, you know, your health is like the number one thing in your life. The moment that you don't have your health, that's when you're thinking about your health every single day. Right. So like, being able to keep yourself in this place of being like, okay, what do I, what do I need today? What do I need to not only help me physically and keep me healthy, but also keep me healthy mentally. You know, if I'm going out every single night and now I'm feeling overspent and I'm anxious and I'm snappy, well, that's not very helpful. You know, if I'm staying in my home like a hermit and not talking to people and not making connections with people, then where's also like, how is that helpful? That's also not helpful because now that makes me feel really alone. And as a person, in, you know, we want to be in community with one another. So we don't want to, we, you know, we're not really meant to be alone. So... Balance is a very interesting and personal experience. And, you know, there's not a one size fits all. And also for you, your, for us, ourselves, like, you know, always be like paying, pay attention to what helps you feel back in your balance, you know, and it could be a walk. It could be a talk to a friend. It could be you learn something new and you pull yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I feel like I just went off on a tangent, but your improv thing, that sounds so, that sounds so beautiful. Cause to me, that feels like you're being fluid with life, you know, yeah. you're just, you know, being fluid and showing up as you are in that moment, which is scary. Cause sometimes, you know, in a work setting, you can't be, you can't just be a crazy mess when you might be feeling a crazy mess inside or, Hey, maybe you can, but, um, <laughs> there is some, there is some pressure there but I'm gonna play with that I'm gonna play with that for the rest of the day a little improv and yeah like the I think it was one of the most recent episodes I recorded I'm talking about self-care and I say you know that 
term self-care can kind of be annoying and we think of green juices and hardcore workouts and massages and spending money on products and sure that's all great but true self-care is being able to tune into yourself and like notice what you need and be honest with that so I was going to ask you like okay, what are practical, tactical ways to bring yourself into balance? And it's like, what I'm realizing is there's no one size fits all. It's no do this, do that. It's learn where you're at in that moment and move from an intuitive place. So obviously, I guess you could say if you're feeling exhausted and burnt out, rest. If you're feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, kind of hermiting and haven't had much connection, get out, move. Um, But Are there any practical, tactical ways to bring ourselves into balance that you do have in your mind? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. One of the reasons why I love meditation is because I feel like it stretches time. So many of us, me included, wish that we had more time in the day. We can feel like we don't have enough time to do all the things we want to do. And one of the best ways to manage our time is to get super clear on what's truly important and make that a priority. I've found therapy to be a super helpful way to define my values and set boundaries. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, super convenient, and you get matched with a therapist to meet your specific wants and needs. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash morning ritual to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash morning ritual. The morning ritual is sponsored by Factor. Factor's ready-to-eat meals make eating healthier so much easier. These meals are chef-made, they're dietitian approved and delivered right to your door. With Factor, you have over 35 different options a week to choose from. There's no prep, there's no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Just head to factormeals.com TMR50 and use code TMR50 to get 50% off. That's code TMR50 at factormeals.com slash TMR50 to get 50% off. The Morning Ritual is sponsored by Recess Mood. One healthier alternative to alcohol after a stressful day is Recess Mood. So Recess Mood is a sparkling water and it's infused with functional ingredients like magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. Podcast listeners get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash TMR. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and it comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. With only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's a guilt-free way to unwind. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash TMR and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. So I do a lot of writing. Writing is my 
I loved, I love to write. And um, one of the ways that I help myself find my balance is to notice what is it that I'm holding on to. So energy has a lot, energy has, I mean, huge like frequencies and vibration, and it can make us feel fantastic. And certain emotions have energies that make us feel completely just terrible. And noticing what you're holding on to, noticing what where your mind is at, because, you know, it's interesting when I'm when I have a really full week ahead and I look at my calendar and I've got like back every day is like back to back. I have things going on. And this was my life also before when I was working also in in corporate. So and I was like straddling two careers. So my calendar was always just like this, this, that it was always full. And sometimes those, you know, when I would look at the week and I'll say to myself, okay, this is a full week com- coming up. What's the energy that I need for this week? You know, it's not like always kick ass, push through energy. That's not what it is. Cause we're not just kick, we're not just pushing through our life, waiting for the life to like, what stop? No, you know, you want to enjoy your life. You want to you want to, you know, create beautiful impressions in your life. We're not just trying to get through the day. So that way tomorrow, you know, some of the days, sure. But you know what I mean? Overall, you know? So when I look at my calendar and I see what I have like leading up, I know that there will be no space in this week for me to get all down on myself. And a lot like sometimes or like to get like really, um, uh, uh, saying to myself, oh, okay, come on. Like you should be doing more. It's like, take it easy. You're doing a lot. And you like the energy that I need for this week is compassion is acceptance. And I need to just take it all inch by inch breath by breath. And that helps me so much because when I realize also when I'm depleted or when my energy and my balance is off, it's a lot of the times it's due to my emotional state and the emotions that I have, the emotions that I'm holding on to. And, you know, that this is another reason why finding balance is so personal, right? So personal. You can have a family of four kids. I'm one of four kids. I'm the oldest of four. And we were all raised by the same parents in the same house, the same situation. And we all had different experiences in the same moment. Why? Because we're all perceiving things from our own point of view. So in your life, when you're looking and you're feeling like you're so exhausted and how come I'm so exhausted? Ask yourself, like, what am I holding on to? You know, am I holding on to a conversation I had with a family member that really just, you know, I feel like I feel so bad about it. And I just keep replaying that over and over again. That's energy. um, Energy is not only like, you know, it cannot be, it cannot be destroyed and energy is constantly changing. So paying attention in your own self, your own life on what you're holding on to and be real with yourself. I think that might be one of the harder lessons that I had to learn. Um, 
because yeah, I'm in the health and wellness space, but I had to be very real with myself with what I'm, what I'm using my energy in and who am I inviting in? What am I doing? What's depleting my energy? Um, so that's actually, so because I write, I'm looking at the things that what's on my mind. What, what am I, you know, what's the tape that's playing over and over again? And how can I be more fluid? How can I let that go? How can I process it from a place of compassion and acceptance? And sometimes I feel like that just sounds so cheesy in a way, you know, it's like, it's so like, you know, what do you mean, Kate, just accept and, you know, just have compassion. It's like, yeah, but what's the alternative? The alternative is me just holding my, holding all that energy inside and then wondering why I feel like crap. Yeah. Yeah. I love writing and, you know, intention like intentions are wild. Like I went for years and years and years thinking affirmations and intention and I am statements were ridiculous. Like there was this like little girl in me that was kind of being like, no mom, don't tell me to relax. Don't like, I just, this little like rebel inside that did not want to accept this concept. But now that I've like, and through writing and through meditation, when I get intentional and say, what do I need right now? Okay. Oh yeah. Like looking at the week ahead, what kind of energy do I want to bring to the week? And, and really getting intentional about, I love that compassion. I'm going to be kind to myself this week. Cause this is a full on week. Yeah. I'm going to be kind. And, and you, you sit with that. Maybe it's, it becomes a mantra that you repeat. I've had times where I put my intention on my phone as a reminder that goes off every hour. And you just don't like, if you're listening and you don't believe that this stuff works, just try it on for science. Like just try it for a week, working with an intention, maybe writing it down. Uh, it can be something simple like I choose. Well, this isn't very simple, but this was one I just used. I choose to see this differently. Mm. So it would come up on my phone and I would say, I choose to see this differently. Okay. What am I thinking about? How can I maybe see this differently? And it would oftentimes offer a perspective that was really helpful in that moment. And so it isn't woo-woo. It's actually real stuff. And, and I'm so glad I'm at a phase and stage and an age where I can actually feel the power of that setting intention and, and getting real with myself, like you're saying, which isn't always easy. Mm -mm. No. No. And setting intentions. I mean, that's a big part of our yoga nidra practice. Uh, nidra in Sanskrit means sleep and yoga nidra is such an amazing meditation tool. Um, yoga nidra is what helped me find balance in my life when I was working, leaving my house with a backpack full of like two different outfits, like, you know, uh, and I would leave my house like five o'clock in the morning and not come home to like nine o'clock at night. And that was like my, that was my life. And then in between, when I would catch a break, I would practice yoga nidra. 
And which is why I'm such uh, an advocate and I train teachers how to teach yoga nidra because it saved my life during the time when I was completely depleted on the other side. Yoga nidra is what brought me back to life for, for, you know, and, and I did it almost every single day. Um, but nidra means sleep. And in yoga nidra, we set our intention. We set our sankalpa. We call it san, an intention sankalpa. And when you manifest in your life an intention, that's when you believe in this stuff, you know? And in order to get to the place of when you manifest something in your life, that is you making a choice and telling yourself, this is important to me. This is, I want to see this happen in my life. And I will make, I will walk in the direction of my intention. So for you saying like, I choose to see things differently, your mind is going to fight you or could fight you and say, yeah, whatever. And you say, no, I'm going to look at this from a different angle. And then you start to create a different reality. You start to see things now in a different way. When you create a, whenever your um, intentions manifest in your life, it is, it's like having a superpower. It's like having a superpower because then you realize that life is not happening to you. Life is happening with you. The choices that you make in your life can help pull you over to this side or to that side. I'm not saying that this side is better. I'm not saying that that side is better. That's the same thing when you're talking about balance and yin and yang. Today, I might need a little bit more of yang. Tomorrow, I might need a little bit more of yin. What's better? The only thing that's going to make it define it is my own mind. So I'm going to keep that alone. And the more that we can set intentions in our life, this is something for those of you out there that do not know your life's journey yet, or you don't know like your calling or you're looking for that. Sit down, write out the things that are really important to you. Uh, write your wants and your needs, find a yoga nidra class and, you know, create that sankalpa and then look at your life and see if you're walking in the direction of what you want and see if you're actually acting and living in, in, um, I don't know what the right word is. It's not like if you're, if you're like, it's like if you're simultaneously living the way and wanting to live that way, like, are you walking, are you walking in that same place, you know, or are you like heckle and Jekyll and Hyde, you know, you're like one person here and then the next moment you're this other person. And, you know, really we're looking for alignment. You're looking to bring yourself back to like alignment and intentions are beautiful and very, very powerful. Yeah. 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 Well, gosh, thank you, Kate. I think we could just keep talking and talking and talking, but I'm going to wrap this conversation up with some just fun, rapid fire questions. Just easy to answer. Um, so I'm curious, Kate, are you a morning person or a night owl? A morning. Morning. I get up with the sun. No, morning. Yeah. 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 Me too. And so in the morning, are you a tea drinker, coffee, matcha, or just doing the water? Uh, morning, typically I wake up early. I do my practice. Um, I used to be old Kate, 
previous version of Kate used to like wake up, need coffee. The coffee machine was already on and I would have to get out of bed with a cup of coffee. And now it's almost um, 11 o'clock here in New York um, uh, in, in the mid morning and I'm having my first cup of coffee and I've been up since 5.30. So I don't actually have my beverage until uh, I've already done my practice. I've already taught my class and afterwards, which is... If you would have asked 10 years ago, Kate, that would not have happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, cool. 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 Okay. My next question. And other than your practice, like meditation and yoga, um, what in life gives you energy? Playing the guitar. Playing the guitar. I thought you were just going to say listening to rock and roll. No, oh, playing rock. Yeah, playing rock and roll gives me a lot of amazing energy. Cool. And then I'm going to ask you if you can guide us really short and sweet into um, maybe setting an intention for our day. Sure. Let's close our eyes and relax your jaw and your forehead. Bring your awareness into the center of your eyebrows, into the chittakash, the mind space. And see yourself right at this moment. And take a deep breath in. And a long breath out. Now ask yourself the question of what is it that I need today? What's the energy that I want to ride? The energy I want to bring in for the rest of my day. And then create a short positive phrase. Maybe with the word starting, I am. And mentally repeat this intention three times. And then take another deep inhale. And a deep exhale. And slowly open up your eyes. coming back into your space. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom. It's actually conversations like this that give me the most energy. And I really, really, really appreciate your time. And just to close, where can the listener find you? Where can they practice that Monday yin and that yoga nidra that you lead? Where can we find you? You can find me on, I have my, my, my website. I have an online yoga business. Um, it's called soul and steady. And the website is www.soul, the letter N steady.com. So soul and steady.com. And thank you, Lily. This was such a, it's such a beautiful 
heartwarming and like heart expanding experience being able to share um, what I have inside. So, and what I've learned because what I've learned, I've, I've learned from others and from experience. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And I'll be sure to include your website in the show notes below and we'll close off the episode the way that we always do with a full breath in, a complete breath out, and have a lovely day. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.